What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And you have a very cute cat on your shoulder, lady. Holy smokes. Little cutie pie. Been a weird animal day. We took Teddy to the to the um, dog sitter. We have a weekly dog sitter that we go to. Um, he did pretty well. He's been, he hasn't had a nap in three days. So he's <laughs> dead tight. He's literally yes. passed out on the floor. Yeah, we had a very full and fun yes. weekend. So much fun. And on Saturday, he didn't have a nap. So we. And he usually naps for a couple hours a day. Yes, yeah. he takes like two chunks of naps usually. Two chunky naps. Two big old chunky naps. Two big old chunky naps. Girl, you chunky. Girl, you chunky. But yeah, we went We went for a little rock rock run. Walk run. Walk run, yeah. Um, so he ran a little bit. And then um, I pretty much just like showered and got ready to go. You went to the climbing gym and I met some girlfriends um, in Domino Park and we hung out all day. And you took him with you, though. I, I took him with me. Yeah. And poor thing, it was like 90 degrees and he was so hot. I kept dumping water on him and trying to get him to drink more water. But he didn't really, he like laid down, but he didn't really nap. And but then, I got there at five and he <clears> had <throat> plenty of energy still. Yeah, yeah. Even though But then he, when we went to the brewery, yeah. he was like falling asleep standing Dude. up. His eyes were just rolling in the back of his head. And then we came home, I made salsa, and then we immediately went to Pete and Nathan's to hang out for an early birthday he hang. He was just and so tired. Then he's met, he got to see his best friend Joe. And then... And uh, he actually <laughs> fell asleep at their house, he which did. never happens. He, he was so tired, so tired. And then Sunday was more kind of outing and birthday. It was your birthday? Yeah, it was my birthday. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he has he's had a very full social and weekend. He didn't, and, and then today he went to, he went to doggy dog, daycare, doggy daycare for a little bit, and didn't have a nap either. But no, the lady thing. said he did very good. He yeah, did good. He wasn't good aggressive. Boy. She was. He just wanted to get out of there. She said he was like trying to escape. <laughs> so it's like, it's like that's better than killing dogs. You, you know, know, I was so torn of like I don't want you to be because I left for a few hours and you were busy at work and I didn't want to leave him home, even though I assumed he would just nap all day and yeah. that he needed it. But I he thought probably would have been fine. well, the doggy daycare they have crates with blankets and stuff in them, so I figured well, hopefully. He can, yeah. like, put himself to bed in one of the crates if he wants. Um, and I still, like, even when we were walking, I'm like, I just don't know what the right thing to do here is. And I, when I dropped him off, <clears throat> when I dropped him off, he did not want to go. He was, like, didn't want did to. Did you hear him bark when they I closed didn't, the He door didn't bark, you? but he kept, like, pulling and, like, looking at me and kind of, oh. like, being a little anxious. I mean, he may have barked when I got out the door, but I just walked out really quickly oh. and tried not to look back. Um, whereas the first time I dropped him off, he was like, Deuces. Oh, cool. See you later. <laughs> Kindergarten's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I don't know. Trip, I feel dude. like that maybe was a signal that he needed he needed rest. And, yeah. But, I and I told them when I dropped him off, I was like, he had a very full weekend. Yeah. If he gets a little cranky... Let me know, and my husband can come pick him up. But. I also I also heard her say Teddy Boy, <laughs> which to me, if there's a term of endearment for a dog... Yeah, oh, they I, love Teddy. They I, were very excited to I see I feel him. like there's a little bit of, you know... Yeah. I, I don't... I'm not... <clears throat> and shout out to What's Up Dog in Bushwick. They, even though I knew... Like, I told them, you know, he might be a little crabby. Yeah. Let me know. They called and said... He's fine. He's not being aggressive. He's not being mean. He's not being like, he's totally fine. But I know that you were worried about him, so I wanted to let you know. Dude, they're great. I'm like, oh, thank you. And and <clears throat> she said, you don't have anything to worry about. This happens sometimes. We're gonna try and coax him into a crate. You know, we don't like to put him in crates, mm-hmm. but if he goes in, we'll shut the door and put a blanket over and give yeah, him some that's time. Great. But those people like really seem to just. Oh. Seems like they get dogs. Yeah. And the place next door that did his haircut did an amazing job, Oh, my job gosh. Too. Bushwick Bark. Yeah. Stellar. Yeah. Stellar We have haircut. not been able to cut his toenails, and he came home freshly <clears throat> cut with fresh cut toenails, and we were like, <coughs> like, all of the money was worth it. Totally worth it. But yeah, I mean, he did great. Uh, he, he is really coming along 
uh, in his like little personhood. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm really proud of him. Even walking yeah. home tonight, um, I was walking home with another dog, and he was just like very well behaved. I think I think <clears throat> keeping him on the left hand side, which I learned from uh, saying what say at once dog training, was like really I think helpful. He was just really tired today. I think that's but why all, he was yeah, so I mean well-behaved. yes, yes, <laughs> and also a routine and having both yeah. of us walk him on the same side at yeah. all times is like very good. It's good for him. He, sure, sure. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's good. For sure. Um. Yeah. Yes. 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 Let's get into Wednesday wisdom. What you got? All right. Um. My Wednesday wisdom. I now that I'm just about to say it, I can't remember if I've talked about it before, but even if I have, I'll talk about it again. Yeah. One hundred twenty something episodes in. Hundred. This is one thirty three. One thirty three. <laughs> um. But there's a podcast that's called Nurture versus Nurture, mm-hmm. and it's a therapist psychologist one of the two Mm -hmm. and she talks to families and there's a disclaimer in the beginning that says this is not a therapy session but it's a therapy it's a therapy session they're like hey this is this but it's not this because it legally it can't be yeah Yeah. and even though it is it's they it's always families that have kid a kid or kids Mm -hmm. um even if you don't have kids even if you don't want kids it's just a fascinating podcast to learn about humans and the way we interact with each other and just our, like, it's just, it's so fascinating. Yeah. But even though I just said that, even if you, like, especially if you have kids or want kids, listen to this podcast. Oh. It's amazing. Uh, can you give me some context? What's it about? Um, so they just take all different families. Um, I just, I don't. Uh, they've said that their their season finale. I don't know when they're going to come back. So I think they have like eight or nine episodes. Um, but I mean, it totally ranged. I mean, one woman was a single mom because she was a widow, and mm-hmm. talking about her son kind of coping and with the loss oh of her father God, and um, also like her coping with the loss of her husband and wanting to make sure there's a father figure in his life and. Dealing with his grief, <clears throat> dealing with her grief, putting her grief on the side. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, and side note, um, she talked about how she sometimes goes to, like, mom groups, and it's really triggering for her, but she doesn't say anything when moms complain about their husbands, mm. and all she can think of is, like, well, your husband's fucking alive, so mm. just stop complaining mm. and be thankful, which I thought was, like, oof. Good reminder for me to not complain about you, oh, <laughs> which dude. I don't often. No, no. I mean, at least not to my face, which I really appreciate. Yeah, so I mean, you. it's natural to <laughs> complain about your spouse, but I'm super annoying. I get it. It's there's as no... am I. I get it. Yeah. Um. But anyway, and then they also like talk. They've talked to people that are divorced and trying to start an, an, another family and just all different ranges of yeah nurture um, versus nurture nurture versus nurture it's fascinating highly recommend killer yeah dude (laughs) i mean i've i've listened to a couple of those uh one of them was in the car with you and i was like this is really heavy it's only because i grew up with a therapist with a therapist and for the people that don't know my mom started her her bachelor degree the same year that i started high school so my mom went through from you know four years of therapist training yeah. as i was going through all four years of high school yeah. which was very interesting but also uh you know i think it was good for me to pick up on some of because she was trying new things with her family and you know i don't know that's yeah what you, that's what therapists do they, yeah well they, her name is um dr wendy mogul and she's a little kooky and quirky which i kind of like it's jude oh um so just beware for kind of a quirky, kooky yeah. woman, but she's brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, what's your Love Wednesday it. wisdom? My Wednesday wisdom is to <coughs> compost. I saw a stat uh-huh. today meow, that meow, I shared meow. I shared with you. Um, it was comparing carbon oh, you... emissions. I, I did text it to okay. you. Maybe we can pull this up together. Uh, I'm not super familiar with like what the emissions look like, but I'll just spit out some numbers here. Um Carbon emissions, um, starting from zero, if you do 25 kilograms of beef, uh, the number of emitted carbon emissions goes, the top of the scale is 3,000. Beef comes in at 
14.90 for 25 kilograms of beef. 25 kilograms of locally raised beef is 14.83, which is just slightly lower. And so on and so forth for milk, pork, poultry, cups of coffee, eggs, round trip flights from San Francisco to London Heathrow is at the highest of the range, which was interesting for me because you always hear about flights being high carbon emission. Oh, totally. Uh, Seven day cruise was the second highest. I was as well. Yeah, I was very surprised. A 5,000 kilometer drive was 2,000. I don't. I don't think people really need to. Okay, I'm just. Okay, I'm. I'm just going <laughs> we, down the we, list. We okay, just, okay, cool. You can say the things. And, okay, got it. Yeah. Sorry. And then uh, all. And then at the very bottom, it has negative carbon emission effects and composting three kilograms, which is about six and a half pounds per week for one year instead of a landfill, is a negative nine hundred and seventy-five, which is a beow, nice. Beow, beow. I was just like so taken aback because we have it's so much on compost. the scale. On the so the there's four things that give you negative carbon emission compost recycling switch to um led bulbs and use public transit yeah and of those four things compost is way higher significantly higher almost almost double gives you negative 975 um uh, uh, emissions and then the next one is recycle which is 505 so compost yeah so so for me uh I love science and numbers. It was really cool for me to see that because you've been <coughs> so great about it. And there, are, there have been many times where like, hey, can you take the compost? And I'm like, this is really annoying. And it's a inconvenience. And then I, totally. you know, I always do it. But I saw that yeah. and I was like, this is actually kind of killer. Like, yeah, the numbers on that are great. And we compost every single week. I'll screenshot this and post it. Yeah, it's been really cool. So that was really cool for me to see what, what impact I'm having <clears throat> to offset other things, you know? Yes. So that was really cool. Because, yes. I mean, for the last how many years we've been in New York, we've flown back and forth several times. I'm like, okay, like, yeah. it's cool to know so, that every year we've been <clears throat> composting, we've offset at least one flight, oh, give or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And imagine if everybody was composting. Yeah. I'm always surprised, though, because anytime we go to compost, there's always, like, a line of people waiting to dump their yeah, stuff. It's, it's a be- really cool it's thing. It's becoming much more. And, again, I've, I've said this before on my um, my personal um, Instagram handle. Um, you got allergies. You got mad allergies. I got mad sorry, allergies. Everyone. I'm so sorry. Um, but if you live in New York, look up NYC Green Markets yeah. and see where, because almost every single NYC Green Market has a composting yeah. stand. Um, so go check it out. Or just even if, if you don't live in New York, just Google search composting near me. Because the thing about people who set up composting sites is they want you yeah, to give they them make it... their compost. Dude. So like you're helping them. Yeah, but also you got our neighbor upstairs to <clears throat> drop did. off their compost every week. It's I super did. because they're like, I want to do it, but going is kind of yeah. hard. And since we're already making the trip, we're like doing their yeah. compost as well. You're happy so happy to do you're it. You're such an amazing. You're just really. A, you're a good community it. builder. It's awesome. And I was. Well, thank you. Very. It was very cool to see the the numbers on that for me yeah. to be like, Oh, this is actually making Good for us. a really big difference. Yeah. Snaps for us. Snaps. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> but else. it's a small, it's a small thing that you can do to make a difference. <clears throat> yes. Um, but you don't see that. You don't see the numbers all the time. So it's cool. Yeah. That's my Wednesday wisdom. Yeah. And I will add on to that real quick because I know it can be a little overwhelming to compost and you don't have to get it perfect right away. I recommend you have a, um, uh, like a pr- write it down or print out what can and cannot go into the compost mm-hmm. and make sure you look because um, some places have different exceptions and, and whatnot. So um, put that somewhere like on the yeah. fridge or freezer and then just try and get in the habit of as soon as you start to cook, just put out a bowl yeah. for all your compost scraps, your food scraps, and then you can just dump it in the freezer and that's what... Um, it actually makes it easier to clean up, like, arguably. When it's frozen? No, no. I just mean, like, when you're cooking, oh, well, it makes yeah. it so much easier yeah. to just, like, instead of throwing everything in the sink, you just dump it into the compost bin, and yeah. you're, like, done. It makes it so much easier. Yeah, yeah. Because that's and the most And there's going to be thing. sometimes when you're cooking and you throw it in the trash and you forget about that. That's okay. Don't beat yourself yeah. up. Just figure out a way to remind yourself and keep going. Yeah. 
but yeah. I wanted to give you kudos. But also do keep it in the freezer because it can stink it's and attract stanky. flies. It's stanky. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot easier to keep it in the freezer. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Um, let's get into it. This is not an episode about composting. But we're excited about it. But yeah, I would do an episode about composting. Y'all. Um, what are we so talking about today? We did an exercise before we got married <clears throat> um, that I kind of was like, eh, we don't need to do this. Like, we're great. We've been together for 10 years. We are great communicators. Mm. But I thought, well, let's look at this and see what they said. Mm. And it was an article that was like 10 questions to ask your significant other before you get married. And um, some of them were, like, yeah, easy peasy and or... Um, a lot of them were financial. A lot of them were financial. And at the time, we had already um, had a bank account together. So some of them were like, well, we got that figured out. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. need to do that. Yeah. Um, but some of them were really helpful and eye-opening. And so I thought, I am not pregnant yet. We do not have a kid yet. But it might be fun to talk about yeah. some of these questions. And disclaimer, it's I have not looked at them. I wanted to be fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. Um so we could both kind of like instant, instant reaction, reaction great, natural yeah. reactions. We have. I even asked it. you before we started this. I was like, "Do you want to just check to make sure it's cool?" It's and from like, Parents.com, so I have to, or Parents Magazine, Parents.com. I have to assume it's a very reputable source. Mm. I have to assume that these questions are great. So it's ten parenting debates to hash Ooh, out before debates. Baby. Yes. Ding ding ding. Let the first round begin. Put your gloves on, lady. <laughs> um. Is now the right time? Yes. Why do you think now is the right time? Because I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> That's funny. I just glanced down here. As the biological clock ticks, <laughs> no, um, consider uh, issues. Or, and well, wait. Finance. What's your answer? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think there's never a right no. time. But I think we have spent many years asking, like, is it right? Is mm-hmm. it not? And the first time... I thought I was pregnant when I was like four days late and I didn't get it. And I was so sad and disappointed. I was, I realized, oh, I'm more ready and wanting this than Mm -hmm. I thought. And that was another kind of like nod from the universe Mm -hmm. slash me realizing that, yeah, this is the right time. Yeah. If I could go back in time, knowing what I know now, I think we should have started earlier, but yeah. Only because I didn't know how hard it was going to be. You you never know. know. You never know. And that was a part of our discussion when we were thinking of pulling the goalie was we don't know. And and I was more hesitant at first because you You don't know. You can get it right on the first shot. We have friends that have done that. And yeah, or it can take you multiple years. We have friends that has happened to that as well. So you never know. Yeah, now is the right time for sure. So, but yes, I would agree that now is a great time. Although, um, <laughs> can, can I, can, what? Say whatever you want to say. Just okay. say it. Uh, yes, right now is a good time, but we are planning a cross-country move. So everything happens for the right reason. Mm-hmm. But I think that specifically for us trying is definitely the right time. And who knows when this baby will come, but it is the right time in our lives to to, to try and to work at it if i had a if i had to guess it'd come right at the most inopportune time just to test us <laughs> yeah you know i think that's yeah. how it's gonna go down but we'll see yeah. what happens yeah i more on that to come yeah um how will you share baby duties oh this is fun yeah and also okay so we i've just talked about yeah sharing... yeah so i've i've always said this so um my background was i was a nursing major and uh before our I went into the nursing program. I got my EMT cert, did all that. And then I worked as a um, EMT at an old folks facility. And I was working in the Alzheimer's unit. And I was working with adult, older adult, geriatric adults, like changing diapers and giving showers and, you know, caring for the elderly, which I have a soft spot for. And I've always just been like, changing diapers on a human is so much Mm -hmm. harder than changing them on a kid. But also... um, like those weren't even my family and I just, yeah. I, it, it was so important for me to like make sure that they felt taken care of and that, you know, it was a difficult job, but also I feel like it's going to be easier with a kid. I don't know. Just cause they're I mean, smaller yeah. and like, it's just like, whatever, this might be a weird story, but I think 
I don't have a problem with any of the child rearing yeah. things when they're younger. I think it's going to get a lot harder for me when they can talk yeah. and have discussions about so things. So how will we share the duties? Oh. Um, and the literal duties. <laughs> can I tell you my number one concern? Yes. Uh, well, do, the literal duties are... I'm happy to jump on that. <laughs> um, I, my main concern is your sleep. You yeah. have a hard time sleeping... Hey, All of the start, time. I want to stop putting that out into the universe. Okay. So how can you reframe that? Okay, into, sorry. Uh, my experience, uh-huh. my experience of you is that sometimes uh-huh. you have a harder time having a full, fully rested sleep. Uh-huh. I would say. I'm a great sleeper. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. Oh, you are giving me the biggest side eye right no, now. <laughs> I'm literally okay. not. I'm looking at you straight in the face. Okay. My experience is that on a scale of one to 10, your sleep. I just said that I'm a great sleeper because I want to stop putting that I'm a bad sleeper. Okay. So do you not want me to talk so... to you about my experience about your sleep? No, okay, I don't. Cool. All right. Sweet. I don't. I will. My... You're concerned about my sleep. I'm concerned yes. about your sleeping. And typically like cross my fingers, knock on wood. Hopefully that I, hopefully I can breastfeed. So in the beginning, it's a lot on the mom because yeah. she has to breastfeed, but I think that, you know, you take the duties and I'll take the feeding. Sweet. <laughs> and I'm into it. I think it's just a matter of making sure that I regulate my own, like, sleep and nap. And I know that it's always a struggle when your kid is napping. Like, do you be productive or do you nap too? Yeah. Because it's hard to do both when they're both awake and asleep. So. Yeah. My main, my like, <clears throat> obviously my main concern would be you. And also, duties, if we're talking about duties... Animal duty and Teddy duty. Yeah. Because I'm, I I have a f- client that I was working with who recently had a baby and she had a new puppy before the baby came and that the dog has been acting up because Aww. of the change of yeah. routine. Yeah. The good news is I usually give him his morning and evening walk. So yeah. she was like, whatever you can do to keep that the same, keep it the same. Yeah. But I am worried about that. Yeah. So. Um, this says, um, in some families, mom changes all or most of the diapers while dad gives baths and reads bedtime stories. You'll work out the details once baby arrives, but discussing before how, beforehand how much each of you will be involved and can prevent burnout and disappointment in your partner's level of involvement. You may want to just go with the flow or you may work better with a list of daily duties such as who gets up with the baby during the night, who tag team approach, yada, yada, yada. But we're already good at that. We always check in with each other. Like yeah. every night, just be like, who's doing what in the morning? Yeah. What's going to be the most helpful? Yeah. How can I? That's what. Yeah. That's what's great. Like we're always just like, yeah. who's helping who here today? But I, I hope that, and I'm sure that parents who are listening to this are like laughing at me yeah, and rolling my eyes because you never know what you're going to get. But I, I would hope that we could tag team most or not tag team, but like, I don't want to like do everything together because the one person needs to rest. But I would hope that it's not like dad always does this and mom always does yeah, this. No. I hope that we can both do both at different times so that, cause I'm envisioning there's going to be times where you're working late and if yeah. you always put them to bed and then you're not there for bedtime and yeah. then they're like, but dad always puts me to bed. Sure. I hope that we can, our kid, and I know that sometimes kids are attached naturally to one parent or the other, but I hope that we can both do everything, not yeah. together, but so then if I'm gone, you know, one night, if I'm teaching yeah. late or whatnot, you can put the baby down and the baby's not like, Dude, ah, but I want mom. I mean, like, I you mean, never know. I mean, here's the, here's the other thing that I'll say about parents <clears throat> listening and being like, ha, 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 you're going to have it so hard. Like, first of all, if anyone's saying that, like it's kind of messed up like mm-hmm. yes it is yes parenting is hard it's not that's not lost on me i get that yeah but um and every kid is different i have friends yeah. who are like dude there are times when i want to smother my kid like they're just yeah. dr- they are driving me insane as as infants and then we've we have friends who dude. have infant babies that are just like totally fine to sleep all the way through the night they don't make any fuss they're like this kid is amazing he sleeps 12 hours a day he naps four hours during the day i get all my work done and there's like no problem so i'm like 
every kid is different. They yeah. just kind of come out. And we talked about that with our friend this weekend, who, yeah. whose baby that we met for the first time, and he was so cute. But Super like, so I don't know. I think that to not be op- optimistic is is not good but also you know kids are shitheads and that's just how (laughs) that's just how it is yeah but i think you know there's no way to fully plan for this so we will just have to adapt and adjust which we always do and i can't wait um, to listen back to this and be like oh my god we were so dumb (laughs) we were so well yeah yeah um the next one is should you co-sleep opinions differ as to whether having a baby in bed with parents is detrimental to their health, particularly if it reduces or incre- increases the risk of sudden infant death syndrome. Okay. This is where I would have to consult a professional because I'm stupid on the topic. Um, well, do you think that the baby should be completely separate? I mean, I think it's the matter It comes down of to like, a lack of knowledge. I don't know. Well, if you're going to co-sleep and you like move and flail around a lot, like maybe be careful you don't roll over and Yeah, then I shouldn't be a, I shouldn't be in the same bed with the kid cuz I'm a flailer and I move a lot, so. Yeah. But what about when um your when mom is is breastfeeding and they're co-sleeping and then you i don't have to get up and walk to the baby i can literally just like pull my top down pull it over and yeah there they go um i would say uh, this, okay, uh, this, this is this is you, way out of our league because we have no both kids. of you desire to share your bed or your bedroom with your baby you'll need to pinpoint why it's right for you if one of you is for co-sleeping and the other isn't you'll need to figure out who will give up the fight on his side of the bed before the baby i arrives. i have i also i also i have a caveat for this yeah because we have friends that do that do yeah. it's called co-sleeping yeah we have friends that do co-sleeping i would say what what is the problem of having the the baby right next to the bed and then I don't, just I don't bring think it over, necessarily... feed it, and then put it back. I mean, if that's the safest route, that's my that's my like. Let's yeah. just do that because, yeah. I mean, is it easier to have the baby so next to you? Is, sure, yeah. but it seems like a thing of convenience, which sounds terrible to say. But I don't know. I don't think it sounds terrible to say that there's a convenience. It is mom convenient have to walk, get out of bed, and walk. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Even beyond, it says, even beyond bed sharing, you may want to discuss whether or not baby will sleep in your room. Will they have a bassinet next to the bed? Will, um, which will make breastfeeding easier? Or will they have their own nursery? Or a little, a little, um, like a crib basically in the bedroom? You know, there's lots of, lots of different options. And I think at the end of the day, something I learned from my, uh, my stepsister is she was, you know, reading all the books and figuring out how to help get her kid to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then she just was like, fuck it, threw all the books out the window and was like, I just need my kid to sleep. And if this is how it how it happens and it's like yeah. not the right way, yeah. then that's fine. And my kid's sleeping at night, which is the most important thing. Right, 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 right. I mean, so that, that trumps I think, everything. I think it'll be trial and error, but I think th- this question is in there because there are some people, I think, that are adamant about one or the other. Well, my, my thing is like, but what I'm, is the right way? In quotations, no right like, way. what is the right way? There is no right way. Yeah. I mean, for I'm, I would imagine that for thousands of years, kids have just slept in the bed yes. with their parents. So like, yes. it's not that but big of a deal. there's tons of research that says, let them have their own space. Let them be on their own. Don't. You know, don't put that bond and that, not that bond, that's the wrong word to say, but don't, that habit of letting them sleep in your bed because then when they're older, they're going to not, they're going to need to have the habit of sleeping on their own. I think this is the problem with data in general. Of course. Right? Like for thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years, millions of years, there's been no data on parenting. And now because of the internet and whatever, there's just like all this data on like these people do this and there's all these studies yeah. But it's really not that long in terms of human evolution, so there's no right answer. Who fucking yeah. knows? Yeah, I think the right Who answer knows? is whatever is Is your kid sleeping? Great. Is best for you, <laughs> Good night. mom and baby. Close your eyes. Oh. This next question I don't really know much about. Do you know much about um should you bank your baby's cord blood? Oh, is that for like digestion later or wonder what all these cord blood bank commercials are all about 
they can cause all kinds of emotional um, and hormone uh, from hormone. Oh my gosh, they can cause all kinds of emotional response from hormonal moms to be. If you haven't thought about the cord blood issue yet, you and your partner should do your research and decide if you want to pursue it. I know nothing about. I this. know nothing about it. Either. I just know that whatever. It says that there are two types of banking: private or don't public donor banking. Um, with a private banking, the cord blood is processed and stored frozen to only be used by the donor of your family member. Okay, so it seems like there's good, healthy blood after doing a quick scan. I couldn't be wrong. But um, you can donate it, it seems like, or bank it for your own personal use or family's personal seems use. Seems like maybe it's Private like a... banking is expensive and is therefore recommended to families who have other siblings diagnosed with a disease treatable treated by uh, cord blood. Otherwise, you'd like to... Otherwise, if you'd like to bank your cord blood, the AAP recommends the public donor route. The downside to donating your baby's cord blood is that sometimes the hospital requires the umbilical cord to be clamped and cut earlier. Mm. Recent research has suggested that waiting longer to cut the cord a few minutes or until it stops pulsating will allow your baby to receive more of the cord blood. Oh my gosh, cord blood. Feels like a tongue twister to me. Cord blood. Cord blood. And crucial stem cells. Interesting. So I do know that um, our cousin VNA, who um, had a doula, and she feels very passionate about um, kind of. uh, She she has said to me before that she wants to be my my doula. Um, I would love that. But she said, just now reading this about waiting for your. the wait a few minutes before cutting it she told me to do that because it gives the baby like more nutrients and apparently now um crucial stem cells so yeah after reading this and knowing very 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 little about it i would say um what they what this says at the end research shows waiting longer to cut the cord which means you wouldn't be able to donate it or save it but I don't know. I don't know a lot yeah. about it. So. Can I give you can I give you my like gorilla understanding of what that is oh, for yeah, me? Sure. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So for me it's like if I plug my iPhone in <laughs> okay, Oh my god. If my iPhone is plugged in to the wall <laughs> uh-huh. and I need and I know I have a full day and I need a full charge. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna pull it out at eighty percent. I'm gonna wanna make sure it's a hundred percent charged, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> so yeah. Let's just wait Let's and make wait. sure that baby gets all the charge and all the juice that it needs. Okay? It had a long journey to get here. I, who am I to cut it short yeah. of a, a from an 80 to 100%? Yeah. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. I would, Sorry for the terrible analogy, but I feel like that's a good... I would agree with that yeah. statement. It also says talk to your medical... Professional, um, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would agree with that. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's wait. Yeah. Um... Will you cheat teach your child a certain religion? Zero percent. Yeah, no. I'm gonna let them decide that for themselves. Here's what I would like to do. Mm-hmm. I would like them to be raised science, all of these things. Yeah. I do think that presenting religion later, after they've understand yeah. the world a little bit, to just be like, this is what other people believe. Yeah. And give them the choice. Like, if you want to go do this, by all means, please do. Yeah. But I think, I think. I think indoctrination is child abuse. Oh, I think yeah. I think telling I, mean, I, would... I think telling your kid that they're gonna burn in hell because they don't believe something is child yeah. abuse. Yeah. Um, that's just my own personal opinion. Yeah, I know you're a, a lot have... of people that raise their that kids opinion. in religion, and my all of my best friends have been raised on religion. I was raised on religion. Yeah. I just think that I could have avoided some pain in my life. Yeah. If I wasn't told that I was going to burn in hell, yeah. I would have made a lot of different think, decisions. Do you think there's a way to raise your child with religion without, um, uh, I don't know how to phrase this question. So you're saying you're, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm going to be a little brief. Um, but you're okay. If you say religion is child abuse is there a way to teach religion without in your eyes 
having it being seen as child abuse. Yeah, or... yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess maybe that's a harsh way to say it. I just think that... You're allowed to have your opinion. Yes. And if you feel that way because of your own lived experience, you are allowed right. to say that. Right. Um, but I'm just wondering, I'm trying to hypothesize I think... if there's a way to instill yes. religion without yes. it being so traumatizing yes, absolutely. to the kid. All of the tenets laid out in the Bible, all of the lessons about yeah. love thy neighbor, love each other, help others, mm-hmm. give to the needy, take yeah, care of your community. All, great all of the things that are in the Bible we will be teaching our yes, kids. are wonderful and should be taught to everyone all yeah. the time. I had this conversation with a friend of mine, like all of the good in the social justice movement in the last hundred years have come from pastors and religion. I think that the lessons taught from that are super, super important. I think telling a young person that they're going to die or burn in hell because they don't believe this thing. Yeah. is a little extreme. Is, is extreme. Yeah. Right? Doesn't, I mean, and that's not how everyone puts it to their kids. But of course. I think you can teach all of those lessons and take from, you know, take steal. Like, I think it's good to steal from all yeah. of these different don't teach there's your, a bunch don't, of we're di- not saying teach your kids to steal right we're saying steal, steal from steal to teach i mean all art is stolen all good all yeah. yeah i just think that there are a lot of i mean and it's not just christianity it's like there's good stuff from all religions totally. that come in to totally. treat nature kindly we're all yeah. reincarnate like there's a yeah. bunch of different things so to just say <clears throat> that like one religion is the one that like figured it out is i, I agree think, yeah a and little i obtuse. was not i was not raised religious and um oh can i have your water please yeah absolutely thank you um i was not raised raised religious but in high school i started to question or like i guess it was middle school high school i started to question like well what do i believe do Mm. and i had i was having this sense of like i want to go i want to be a part of this of a community and i Mm. knew from going to church with some friends and family members that there's a pretty good community in church. so Yeah, church does have a really great community, and which I is why I was beautiful. in it for so yeah. long. Yeah. Um, so long story somewhat short, I my dad took me to a bunch of different um, churches and religions um, for me to just kind of te- taste test what I was yeah. drawn to. And in the end, I wasn't really drawn to anything, but yeah. I was looking for that community. Um, so I did sports instead. Yeah. <laughs> But there's community but, in sports. But I really appreciate how I wasn't told what to believe. Mm. And I was able to have that moment to choose. Yeah. And I think that's really powerful and beautiful and a way to kind of help your child um, have their own sense of identity. And my I re- don't remember exactly, but I remember my dad giving me this free space of like, let's just go learn and play yeah. and like see what happens. And yeah. so I really appreciated that. And if that happens and our kids like really drawn and feels connected to something like more power to you, but yeah. I don't want to force you um, to feel anything. I want you to be an adult or close to an adult and let that be your own discovery. Yeah. I also want to just say that like, the the relationship that I have with science is that I'm a firm believer in science, but I've always felt that where science is unable to explain what's happening, that's where something higher kind of comes into play. Yeah. So for a long time, I called myself an atheist. Yeah. And as I get older and a little wiser, I'm like, I don't necessarily think I'm an atheist. I'm like a strong agnostic. I can't say that there's not a God because yeah. I don't know. No one will ever know. Yeah. But I think that there is something magical about the way things are, are in the universe of yeah. chaos and order and violence yeah. and death and life. And yeah, uh, the book I'm reading is really changing my perspective on cycles of how lifespans work. And there's, you know, there's all kinds of different moments in life that happen, but, to say that there's no God, I think, is obtuse. Mm-hmm. But to say that there is one thing that is the thing yeah. is is not my way that I would want to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a great... These are really fucking great yeah. questions, dude. Yeah. Kudos, so on, kudos next, on this article. Oh. Oh, here we go. Will you use cloth diapers or disposables? Oh, I know your answer. What do you think Cloth my diapers is? all the way. 
I would say my answer is both. Mm. I would love to use as many cloth diapers as possible because mm. I do believe in saving the environment. And mm-hmm. we just talked about trash and carbon emissions. But I also, side note, I was raised on cloth diapers. I believe that. Um, but I also understand there's a major convenience level to disposable diapers. Yeah. So I would love to be ha- have... You know, kind of like cloth diapers at home, and if we're out and about, yeah. it makes it a li- definitely much easier to have disposables. And I get that; I am not naive. Um, yeah. And so I would love to try both, and hopefully have more cloth at home. And um, do they I- make like custom cloth diapers for babies now that are like fitted for wet and like that are not just like? Because uh, in my mind, a cloth know. diaper is like. Odeon napkin. Like, that's what, that's what it is in my, like, a waxed, like, large square no. that you have to origami on no, the kid. Like, no, that's no. what I see it as. Yeah. Are, do they make I, them I, that are, like... Y- yes, they do. And I know that for a while, um, one of my friends was using, they kind of, they had, like, a service, essentially. Mm. Um, so you would just kind of dispose of them as you would, like, in, like, a diaper genie. And then they come and Whoa. pick it up and they clean it all and they give you new ones. Kind of like yeah. you put your milk bottles out at night and mm. then you get fresh ones. So um, I'm oh, sure that... And, interesting. And, and, you know, this world is so evolving and everyone wants to be more green now, which is great and lovely. So I'm sure there's a ton of companies out there now that yeah. have options. But um, That's interesting. I would love to do as many cloth diapers as possible because it is better for the environment. Goes back to our Wednesday wisdom. But I know sustainability. that... I know that it's not convenient at times and i get that so we'll see and who knows maybe i try cloth diapers and i'm like oh no. fuck this is also a sustainability thing like if you're yeah. trying if you're making an effort for the environment it's totally. whatever but yeah who knows and it might be too challenging and i might say i'll have to figure out a way to i'll up my compost i'll get my third neighbor sure to, sure sure yeah. <laughs> to offset, yeah. <laughs> offset the trash I love, that. I love that um who will care for your child. Have you discussed whether one of you wants or needs to stay at home with your child or if you'll be using childcare? The decision is sometimes driven by financial factors, but sometimes by each individual's passion for pursuing a career. Staying mm. at home with a child can be just as tough as the corporate grind. Even if you love what you're doing, take some time to talk it over with each other um, to talk about your ideal work, family balance scenarios, and how you could achieve them. Mm. Remember, there is no shame in deciding either to stay at home or to place a child in childcare or with a babysitter. As long as the two of you are in agreement as to what is best for the family, that's all that matters. Amen to that. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I am hoping that we can rely on family members to take care of them, but I also understand the importance of... um, socializing your child Mm -hmm. so i i also think with our jobs not being a nine to five i think we're blessed in that way that i have a feeling we'll be able to stay at home with them um more often than someone who has a nine to five Mm -hmm. but um uh, what do you think I mean, I'd, I'd love to be a stay-at-home dad, uh, but I also love work. So for me, it would be just like, you know, figuring out how can I do what I love to do less and do more of parenting. But yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a balance for everybody. Yeah. I would not be fulfilled only parenting, I don't think. I think it would yeah. be we, really... We don't know, but... Yeah, I mean, I can't say no. I would, I would say the same thing. Right now, in my very narrow scope, um, I would feel, too, that... I am going to be very excited to spend as much time as I can with my kid, but I think personally I too would want to have a little bit more, um, I would, I I just, I feel like I would need, and I don't want to say more, like the child isn't enough because I know that everyone's different, but I just know that I'm a very goal oriented Mm -hmm. person and that helps me kind of push myself so well that's what gets you excited i get excited by doing the next cool thing creatively yeah Yeah, and that's not it's not a problem it's a it's a it's well it's a it's a math problem how do you solve your personal because like i mean at least for me i don't want to be 
solely focused on this like one thing. I think I think there needs to be some autonomy and some independence between parents and children. But but um, I don't want to be working just to provide for my kid. I want yeah. to be working because I want to be working. Yeah. Because that's going to be in my mind yeah. inspiration and like. If I love what I'm doing, it's going to make me a better parent. It's going to make me a better person. Mm-hmm. It's going to make mm-hmm. me a better whatever yeah. friend. But just solely surviving on, oh, I love raising my kid, for me, in my mind, doesn't necessarily seem <clears throat> like a like the ideal world. Yeah. And again, um, we won't this, know is, until... this is probably going to come off as super offensive to some people, but, you know, whatever. This is how uh, I feel. It, it says, as long as you two are in agreement as to what is best for the family, that's all that matters. There's no shame in deciding whether someone should stay at home or place in daycare. There's And again, we're figuring this out. We have yeah. we have, we have Who no knows? cares Maybe in the world. Maybe as soon as that kid shoots out of my we're body, like, I'm You're working. Like, I'm home. Yeah, yeah. I'm home. Yeah. 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 Soon who knows maybe we will fight over yeah i just who gets to stay i mean i i've often said i'd be happy to be a stay-at-home dad but i don't know if i necessarily if 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 my like had to put an answer down i don't know maybe your creative outlet would be doing creative things with with your kid or filming your kid or yeah you know i don't know who knows who knows knows? um it's a great question will you breastfeed i hope so yes i will i hope so um I just heard what you said. Yeah, yes, I will. Um, I kidding. know that there if are. You can, s- you will. Yes, if I can, I will. I think it's. I think it's great. I think there's a lot yeah. of great benefits to it. Sure. Um, the answer is yes. Yeah. Um, will you discipline with spanking? Mm, no. That's a tough one. I don't think I will. Um, I'm sure there are. I mean. <sighs> I don't think that I don't think that spanking is a bad thing in some in some instances. The one and only time I was spanked as a kid was when I started to walk into the street. But also my dad says he like picked me up and like didn't really know how to spank me and so he just kind of like hesitated and like then like just hit my bottom like yeah, I don't think but he really that I don't think he really for you? I don't think he well I I don't think he really did anything. Yeah. I think it was very like, oh, I don't know how to do this, but I don't think you should, I think you need to learn in a way, but. Yeah, dude. I don't know. For me, like I I was spanked, I think like twice and I was just, just kind of like, this is weird. And like, I kind of laughed, which like made it weirder. I think for me, what always was the worst was getting yelled at, which I don't want to yeah. do, but also like just my parents being disappointed was like, fuck. But kids were, Kids respond differently yeah, so to this different says, things. Some doctors, psychologists, and pediatricians believe that spanking can be harmful side effects as a child grows up, possibly leading to violent behavior, slowing mental development, and hindering achievement. Yeah, if you're like beating Jeez. the shit out of your yeah. kid. But those in the spanking camp believe that spanking, not beating, is an effective disciplinary tool because a gentle swat catches the child's attention, providing a consequence, establishes that you are the parent and lets them know that they are participating in unacceptable behavior. Mm. Which I totally agree. Um, He also cautions that bad behavior ending in a spanking should be explained to the child so that they can change their behavior. And that I'm super into. So I wonder if there's some... (coughs) Bless you. um, There might be more... um, I mean, like, if the only way a kid is going to learn not to run out in front of traffic is to spank them... And then tell them. And know, then tell yeah. them, like, if you do this again, you're going to get a SWAT. Like, I'm all for like Well, I, every kid needs to learn differently. But, yeah. like, it's <laughs> at the end of the day, it's about keeping the kid alive. And yeah. this goes back to the conversation, like, what is going to work? Yeah. Talking to a child and saying, this is dangerous, is it might not work. Yeah. Sometimes, it dip- kinesthetic, you know, however they learn yeah. is going to be the thing. Yeah. I was kinesthetic. Spanking, like, didn't my parents didn't do it all that often or consistently. Yeah. So it like really didn't work on me, but yeah. screaming worked. Screaming yeah. got me to like not do anything. Yeah. You know? And that was their method of dealing with behavior. I was afraid to get yelled at way yeah. more so than physical violence, you know? Yeah. So in a way it kept maybe screaming kept me safe. Yeah. You know, I hope I don't result to screaming. Screaming well, kept me safe. 
No, I, I, I truly do believe uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I truly, yeah. Because screaming is yeah. as emotionally as abusive as any form of punishment, right? Yeah. Like spanking, screaming is the same as spanking, is the same as igno- ignoring, is the same as neglecting, is all, they're all, I think they're all kind of the same. But it's yeah. just what's going to work for the kid. Nobody, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I can't say I'm not going to spank them. Maybe yeah. I get angry and make a mistake or, yeah. or choose to do it, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I can't say that I'm not going to, but yeah. I, and I, and I would agree with you. I would say that I, I hope that I can have conversations, but if there's dangerous situations, about like alive. Yeah. I'm like I was when I was walking into the street and my dad was like, well, I don't know what to do here, but I'm going to thank you because you need to learn not to do that. Um, yeah. But I, I, and I know that you and I, because we've had other conversations and just because who we are, I know that we will also have conversations with our kids and yeah um yeah but i mean i also get concerned like like if there's a child who's a boy and he gets older like what will the physical confrontation between father and son be like like you know i had Mm. there's always moments between a father and son where like the son wants to like murder the dad and like is like super angry and you know i've had that but yeah oh yeah I mean, not murder, but, like, just, like, really, like, angry enough to the point where you want to be physically violent, you know? Yeah. There's always, that's a part of the journey, so. Yeah. I don't know. Who fucking knows, man? Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all of them? That's ten. Those were really great questions. Yeah, they were. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, like, hopefully, if people are still listening, um, you know, these, these are our opinions and our thoughts and hopefully we didn't offend anyone. And oh, we're definitely we're, gonna offend we're not, but we're not placing blame or judgment because as we just said, like you got to keep your kid alive and you got to do its best and there is yeah. no right way, There's but there is right a way. right and there is a right way for us and our, our needs and what our parenting style is going to be. And we're not placing judgment on everyone. And we also know that, you know, we're not we're not naive in that we're not parents (laughs) we're not parents and things are going to change as soon as we're in the situation so but doing questions like these and talking about it gives us a little frame of reference and a little bit of a baseline yeah so that we have this communication skill or this communication level down and then we're like okay well we got to revisit the you know co-sleeping thing i don't think this is working for us yeah i know we said that we were into it but i don't think this is going to yeah, work now totally. and or spanking or whatever it is like so um and the yeah thing- this we're again we're not placing judgment on anyone we're not placing guilt or hopefully we're not making anyone feel guilty for their choices this is just a conversation between Two dumb idiots who don't have kids who know <laughs> nothing right. about what it's like. And I think what's <laughs> going to be really uh, – well, like the other thing that I'll say is like I am not married to my ideas mm-hmm. or my opinions. Yeah, and right? I, don't, I don't think you can be when you're having a no. kid because everything changes and, and you never know what's going And we're happen. just all forecasting. But what I'm all I'm saying is like if someone were to come to me and be like, hey, here's why I believe this or like – and they're like, this is why spanking works. Yeah. I'm not going to say that's du- – like I'm open yeah. I'm open to the idea. And like, I'll be the first one to admit that I'm wrong or I had a yeah. wrong opinion about something. Like, yeah. But this is, like, this is, these are hot button subjects for people. They, are. they really, really are. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, I would love, I can't wait until we have a two year old and we listen to this and we're like, <laughs> how dumb were we then? Well, or a, I also you know? don't think so because we've said, who knows? It might change based on our child. Yeah, but, but I mean, I've also listened to podcasts from a year ago. I'm like, I don't believe anything I said sure, in that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's yeah. a fun, it's a fun exercise. This is a fun exercise yeah. in foreshadowing what it yeah. will be like. So if you um, are going to have kids or um, you're new parents, maybe you can ask each other these questions. I would love to hear from people. We are all about communication. So chime in. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Let us know what we got way wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> no, because it's not about right or wrong. It's every family is different. That's true, yeah. And if it works for you, then that's fine. But Let us know what work. works for you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. And we also will like not be able, we won't be able to know what works for us until we have kids. Exactly. But you're going to skip over laugh and embarrassing. I'm not. You were going to wrap it up. No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. What made you laugh today? Oh, um, this week. You want me to tell you mine? 
Yes. Um, oh, I know mine. I, mean, I know mine. Go, oh, go okay. ahead. Um, I oftentimes teach downstairs, which is where our bedroom is, and it's right next door to where we get dressed. It's not in on camera, but it's in earshot. And right as I was calling up one of my clients, oh, Corey takes a big old fart. <laughs> And then I start laughing, like, right as... And your client did not think it was funny. Did not think it was funny. And then, then I kind of <laughs> got embarrassed because I felt like a five-year-old laughing at a fart. But I thought it was very funny. Yeah. And then I also said something on another Zoom call you had that day. And then you said, bro, you're two for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah you said something a little inappropriate as I was... Hopping on a call. As I was hopping on a call and the client had I walked come away in, in shame. But yeah, I, I yelled from upstairs. I didn't even answer your question. You were just like, you're two I, for two respond. today, bro. I just said, you're two for two today, bro. Chill. It's my most embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> definitely my most embarrassing. My funniest thing was um, the Saturday Night Live... Oh. Um, oh, I can't wait to weekend watch the update. rest of the episode. Oh, yeah, but we watched it again. Was very, oh gosh, Michael Che and Colin, Colin Jost, Jost share like they write jokes. They for write each jokes other for each other that is, they have not seen, dude, so they're reading it live and seeing it for it the is first the, time. It's very it is, funny. I think it's the funniest thing that's been on television in six months. It makes me want to watch old ones because I know they've done it in the past. So funny. Yeah, because they just try to get each other canceled. Yeah, like they're so <laughs> racist and like there's. So racist and offensive, but dude, they're so great. They're so funny. Yeah. Oh my god, what a great the season finale of SNL was. It was great. So considering that they started during COVID. Well, they started out not no. They started in studio. That's and right, then, and then went to yeah, yeah. They did a really great job salvaging yeah. the season. It was. Yeah. I'm proud of that. And it was also a really good episode because they talked about. You remember when? Remember when? Like, remember when we were in the beginning of this season? (laughs) And our biggest problem was, you know, yeah. It it was really funny. When Kanye West was running for president? Well, well, no, Chris Rock, right? Yeah. yeah, Chris Rock was like, and we wanted Kanye West as the musical guest, but he couldn't do it because he was running running for for president. president. Like, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, that was the the funniest thing for me. What was your... Um, so, that so that was what was funniest to me. What was most embarrassing slash what was something stupid that I did was, um, so typically in the winter when my legs are covered in leggings and jeans and pants, I take quite some time in between my shavings. Do you um, now? Yes, oh, I this do. is new to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no so idea. new to you. Um, but I... Um, if you haven't seen the funny video of me waxing Corey's leg with mm. flamingo strips, uh, I'll go find it. It's on our... You recreated it with your own leg hair, didn't you? Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not to that extreme. It wasn't that bad. Um, but I went to go. I was like, oh, hot day. I'm going to be in a dress. I'm going to quickly you know, use my flamingo strips to wax my leg. Hashtag not a sponsored, but would because they're great. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but I saw that there were two boxes and I was like, cool, use all these up on one leg and then I'll go to the other. Oh no. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> you had been pulling from both boxes, huh? I don't know why I put, I guess I just, when I refilled them, I didn't think to put the like empty, slightly empty one first. Oh. So essentially I did all one leg and then I had two strips. <laughs> I had two strips to do the second leg, and did so you I was front like, "Front or back?" I well, I did front. <laughs> I did front and a little bit of side. Wait, come look. Wait, I'm gonna turn the I'm gonna turn the light on so you can see. Okay. Oh my okay? god, that's so good. <laughs> come look at this. Well, okay, wait. Like this is like really one long hair, but look at like down here. <laughs> oh my look at this god. long hair. Oh god, honey. There we go. Let me see the yeah. other one. Give me the other one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this this is the half half waxed. Oh, my God. Uh, fully waxed and only half waxed. <laughs> waxed and half waxed. Oh and so God. this is the, the... Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's so smooth. So like a baby's butt. Flamingo, send us some, <laughs> send us some more yeah. shit, please. Send us some we more strips it. so Alex can oh have not one. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Yeah. That is so funny. But I... Definitely got a chuckle out of it, well and I, I did the best I could with. Well 
It's amazing. With only two strips. Technically, it was one, but they fold in half, and so they make two. Oh, but, oh God. You yeah. need some new socks. Okay, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I love yeah. you. So that was, you didn't do anything stupid or embarrassing? I, I told you my most embarrassing oh, thing. Oh, was you farting yeah, on, yeah, yeah. 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 And okay. saying something yeah. else. Yeah. Um, well, this was really, this was really great. This yeah. is a good one. We're, I feel like we're going to get a lot of feedback on this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. I'm right. into it. All right. If you have any questions or want to hear anything else about this, mm-hmm. uh, hit us up. Subscribe to the podcast. I kind of wish we differed on more of them. Yeah. It would have been more interesting yeah, if we, we just We've been together for too long. We, yeah. We're kind of morphing into the same person. Yeah. Read my thought right now. You want, you want more sparkling water. No, the opposite. You want ice cream. No, the opposite. You want regular water. <laughs> <laughs> no, the opposite. You have to pee. Yes! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Me too. All right, we're wrapping this bitch up. All right, y'all. We love you. Bye. Bye. I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm E.T. You can phone me, girl. You know me. Only want to hear a different tone. I know somewhere quiet we can go.